Glory to Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the prophet Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth, parents of Joachim and Anna. Yesterday we celebrated, commemorated the holy prophet Moses. It was a wonderful liturgy, and I discovered we have another cantor, another reader in our parish who's been holding out. He sang the, chanted the apostol yesterday, and I thought, where have you been and why have you been hiding? So hopefully I can get him to, to go ahead and do that some more. So anyway, but while we were having that liturgy, I was reading the gospel, proclaiming it. And something about it just really struck me. It's about the end times. Remember Jesus going on and on about that? Jesus answered them, Be careful not to lead astray, not to be led astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many people astray. I'm thinking, okay, as I'm going along, yeah, that's been happening. You will hear wars and rumors of wars. I'm thinking, okay, that's been happening for quite a while. Since the time of Christ, it's been happening. Do not be troubled. All of this must take place. But, he says, this is not the end yet. So the wars aren't a sign of the end. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Okay, that's been going on. And there will be famines and plagues and earthquakes in various places. That's been going on. But all these things are only the beginning of the birth pain. Then it gets personal. Then they will deliver you up to oppression and they will kill you. And you will be hated by all the nations for my name's sake. And then this is the part that just struck me. Many will stumble and will betray and hate each other. The followers of Jesus, many will stumble, betray, and hate each other. Perhaps we've started to see some of this in our current time, there seems to be this, this desire for great anger, great rage, to the point that the anger to such an extent that I don't want you to exist, but because I can't make you disappear, I want you to suffer to such an extent, and I want you to see my joy that I watch in you suffering. Anger. You're no longer a human person. You're just an object of which I can vent to. Anger. Jesus, in our gospel today, was asked by a lawyer, because they were trying to test him, they were trying to trick him up, what are the greatest commandments? What's the greatest one? And Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your heart, with all your soul. This is the greatest commandments. And the next is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. 
What he did was take the 613 Mosaic laws, synthesize, synthesize them down to two, and then in John's gospel, he would bring it to one. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Also love one another. This is how everyone will know that you are my disciple if you love one another. Not hate one another, but love one another. I shared with you a couple years ago, I think it was, that a few chapter verses before our gospel today, Jesus is encountered by Herodians. Remember Herod Antipas? Herod Antipas was the, the head of the king state, and he had, to give, he had to give all the money to Rome. And so he sent some of his courtiers, together with Pharisees, to trip up Jesus, it says. And what better way to do it than with money? Master, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar? Is it lawful? Now, they were probably expecting him to say, no, the Romans shouldn't be here. The Romans, this is our land that God gave us, and they need to leave. We don't pay them anything. But he didn't, because he wasn't interested in earthly kingdom. Give me a coin. Whose image is that? Caesar. Then give to Caesar that which is Caesar's, and give to God that which is his God. Remember I said they should have asked one more question? Then what belongs to God? What's the inscription? What's the image that belongs to God? He was standing in their midst. He who has seen me has seen the Father. I and the Father are one. And he came to impress his image on each and every one of us. And the sign that shows that the image is visible, that the Father can see His Son in us, is the fact that we love one another as He loved us. He loved us unconditionally. He was willing to die for all of us. Most, most of us will at some time sin in some fashion, which is a slap in the face to God. He died to forgive you sins, and yet we keep sinning. He knows that many people that he died for will blaspheme him, but he did it anyway. He loved. He didn't worry about what people thought of him. He was just going to impress his image upon each and every one of his disciples and us down through the ages that we may be the images, the inscription of love. Why do we hang on to hate? Why do we want to hate so much? Oh, there's just there's certain kinds of people I just want to hate. I just hate this. I hate that. I guess maybe in some fashion it gives us a sense of control over that person. Well, the sad thing is, on our part, is that person probably doesn't even have a clue that we have such hatred towards them. 
And so we're making our lives absolutely miserable with that attitude. We're thinking we're getting back at them because we have this anger towards them. And all we're doing is deteriorating and eroding our quality of life. And that image that Christ came to impress upon us disappears. Because the sign that we're a follower of Christ is that we love. We love unconditionally. It doesn't mean we contone the bad things that are happening. But it means we love them to such a degree that we will pray for them in whatever fashion to help them see the true light. Because they don't realize to what dignity or depths they have fallen. They've forgotten their own dignity. Hatred just can be so consuming. And the more you hate, the more you want to hate. And you know what the ultimate is? Because that's the ultimate passion. Murder. Those who hold out to the end will be saved. So we have wars and rumors of wars. We have all kinds of plagues and this happening and that happening. But when it starts to get in home, when it starts to hit home within us, where we start to use our own anger against somebody, then it's already happened for us. The end time is already there when I have anger towards somebody else. I've already ended my relationship with God who is love. I no longer carry that image anymore. Because I'm carrying the image of hatred. I'm carrying the image of the evil one. What are the greatest commandments they ask Jesus? Love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your heart, with all your soul. And the other is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And this new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you. As things get more and more difficult for us as Christians in the world, even locally here in Beacon Hill, when you're going to need to stand up and allow that love to shine. Otherwise, we fall into that group that we did not persevere to the end. I read about the fathers all the time, the monks, and how someone will do them wrong, and they will ask for forgiveness even though they were wrongfully wronged. And they will pray for them, And they will give thanks to God for the opportunity to change, to learn humility. And in humility, they learn to love more deeply. Let's be the ones who are faithful to the end. Now's the time to put aside all the hatred that we may carry, that may spontaneously present itself when we're reading an article, watching a news blurb, seeing somebody on the road. Put that away. There's no time for it, and there's no place for it. And all you're doing is making your life more miserable. Christianity truly is simple, but it requires humility. 
It requires letting somebody else get the better of us. It requires us being okay if someone takes advantage of it, of us. It requires us giving ourselves completely to the other, no matter what. The saints give us the models for this. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and plagues and earthquakes in various places. But all these things are only the beginning of birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to oppression and they will kill you. You will be hated by all the nations for my name's sake. Many will stumble and will betray and hate each other. False prophets will arise and they will lead many astray because wickedness will be multiplied. The love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. 